The Permian Basin is an abundant oil and gas producing area. Already one of the world's leading oil producing regions, the area in West Texas and Southeastern New Mexico could nearly double crude oil production by the year 2023. But who are the leaders behind this economic powerhouse? And what is their story? This is Permian Perspective. I'm your host, Krista Escamilla. Today's show is sponsored by Baker Hughes, who recently launched a new and reimagined Baker Hughes brand. As an energy technology company, they strive to make energy safer, cleaner, and more efficient for people and the planet. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Permian Perspective. It's so nice to be spending this time with all of you. I hope that you are doing well and enjoying getting back out there in this world. That's right. We've all been going through this together, and I hope that you and your family situation has been okay and that you're healthy during this pandemic. I'm sitting here today in my office in Midland, Texas, and joining me via Zencaster, that is the way us podcasters do things these days, is Zencaster, and I'm in Midland, or visiting with William Skelton, who's in Midland, Texas as well. He is the Business Development Director for Gyro Data West Texas. William, thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure to be here, Krista. How you doing? I'm doing good, navigating this new environment we're in. <laughs> yes, fantastic. I wish we were meeting face-to-face, but instead it's through a computer, but that's okay. We'll do what we have to do, right? To help so, everybody out and flatten this curve, right? <laughs> yeah, such are the days. <laughs> that's right. Well, before we get started, I do want to thank everyone who has shared our podcast with friends and family and colleagues. We have listeners all over the world, and of course, right here in the basin where William and I are. And I appreciate each and every one of you. A special thanks to those who have been kind enough to leave a five-star review. I really appreciate your kind words, and I look forward to reading those and sharing them on future episodes. So once again, we are joined by William Skelton, the Business Development Director for Gyrodata West Texas. William, tell us how you got in this oil and gas business. Well, we're all in West Texas. I think we all end up in it in one way, shape, or form or another. For me, back in 2011, it was really about seeking a different opportunity. And it was an opportunity for me to do something that I had not done before. So I, you know, put in an application and spoke with the district manager at the time. And that's really history right there. It just got on and just started going. A new thing for me, I'd, I'd been in another career for 10 years and really had just, just wanted a change. So here I am. Because you're a West Texas boy, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, man. Well, born in Houston, raised here. I've been here all my life. Fantastic. And so with that, tell us what it is that you love about West Texas. You know, it's really hard to put into words, honestly. If you're not from here, the sunsets, I love the sunsets. Mm -hmm. I love relatively mild winters. I love the fact that it's not super humid. (laughs) If you've been out (laughs) of West Texas, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Uh, (laughs) So there's, you know, and It's always just been home to me. So I can imagine not liking it, honestly. Right. So you said you were in another business for 10 years, decided to make that switch into oil and gas. That's kind of how I was too, you know, until about five years ago. I felt like everybody else was in oil and gas except for my husband and I, and then made that switch. What was it that made you, you know, make that change? Well, you know, the obvious answer to that question would be money. But to be honest with you, I just wanted something that was less stressful. Uh, If that can be said about the oil field, I would really relish learning new things. And so becoming 
surveyor specialist at Gyrodata was a really good move for me. I got to learn a whole, you know, whole other skill set. So I embraced that and it was a great move for me. That's awesome. So you made the switch to Gyrodata. How did, how was that for you going into a completely new field? And tell us a little bit about what your company does. Well, it was to say I was nervous would be really an understatement, honestly. I had done other other things in the oil field like tubing testing and hydrostatic pipeline testing. So mm-hmm. I had had my stint in the oil field. And when I got out to a different career, I thought I'm not going back. Well, you know, you say that, but I got back into it because it was really just the right move for me financially and personally. And for my professional growth, I felt like it was a good move. So. Fantastic. What we do is gyroscopic surveying. That's kind of the main thing. But a lot of things fall under that. We also do gyro while drilling. We do orientation work, such as whipstock orientations, and also real-time gyro steering. And we can also do anti-collision modeling and monitoring. There's just a huge, huge number of things that we can do with our tools. So you've been working for the company, I believe, is it 11 years now? No, it'll be 10 years this coming March. So just over nine years. Awesome. So over nine years, what changes have you seen in technology and just the way that you do things at Gyrodata? What have you seen over the past 10 years that have really been beneficial to the industry? Well, as you well know, safety's become very, not to say that it wasn't important in the beginning. So I wouldn't want to say that. I would just say the safety, safety has come a long way from just even 2011 to now, safety is huge, as you know. And so that along with the development of, you know, how technology has progressed, you know, we've developed a new solid state gyro that is far and away going to be really huge for us. It's already proven to reduce the ellipse of uncertainty on most surveys by 56%. So it's, it's huge. The development of technology and the safety culture obviously has been the big are the biggest changes I've seen over the over my time. So how has your company shifted now during this pandemic where obviously you and I both know things have slowed down here quite a bit in West Texas. How has it changed over the past three months? Oh, it's really been a ride to say the least. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, obviously we had some layoffs just like most companies have. There's been people out there making some really hard decisions and, and it's caused us to to really look inward. Honestly, I, I know this is going to sound really unusual to say, but it's made us all better. It's put us all closer. We have a more interactive team than we had before, if that's possible, because we were really interactive before, but now we're even more. And it's changed the way we contact people. You know, there's engineers out there that are like, good gosh, I'm so tired of answering emails. <laughs> you know, every, because that's the only way we can, you know, that's one of the ways we can contact people doing that and as well as contacting them, you know, by phone. So, it, you know, I'm not the only salesperson out here. I know that's not that's going through that tough patch because in all honesty, it's really difficult to get people to engage with on this platform. Right. And I think that's the biggest thing we're so used to. We are a very social community, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and- in you know the in regular times or pre covid i should say and we're just not able to socialize like we were before you you right. know i mean you and i both know i've been here 22 years and and you know how west texans are we we golf together we barbecue together we you know network right. 
know, networking events. And since all that is halted, you're right, it has changed quite a bit. But I like what you said. You said there have been some real positives to it as well as, you know, you have to be a little more intentional, I think, with your yeah. connections. Yeah, you don't have the physical connection where you can see someone smile and see how they, inter- you know, how they react to what you're telling them. You really just, these days, you'd really just, honestly, you don't know. So you've just got to put your best foot forward. And But, you know, I think the positives that come out of this are going to really be great just from a business standpoint. I think it's really challenged everybody to be better at their position. I could not agree more. So I have to ask you, what's the word on the street? What is everybody saying? Or or the word on the email uh, thread? Does everyone seem to be optimistic that you're talking to, that things are going to turn around quickly? Are we looking at 18 months? What are you hearing? Well, I think it's really tough. We're really in an area that none of us have been, been in before. With mm-hmm. COVID-19 and the way it's actually the way it's put everybody in their house, the way it's put all of us on a different contact level. To me, I believe the economy will get back moving again. That's what we really need. We need that that surplus that we have to start moving. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that'll eventually start happening. I think we're seeing a little bit of it now with oil being over over $30. But it's got to stabilize before anybody feels comfortable enough to really start, you know, looking to, to do things again. It's tough for everybody. And there's people have made some really tough decisions in these in this day and time. And I'm positive about it. I believe it's going to happen sooner than later. Just word on the street from what I get, you know, it's it could slowly, slowly pick up as the months progress. Mm-hmm. That, that's I, what I'm hoping for anyway. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm right there. I'm, right there I'm, with tired, you. Of this. I'm tired of this. <laughs> And there's definitely a lot of activity when you drive around town more compared to, say, a month ago when you are driving down Loop 250 or Business 20, right? Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, there's more more movement. Yeah, there's definitely more movement, you know, but when you're out and about in the field, like, say, if you go through Jow or you go through Mentone or, you know, the really congested areas, Kermit, that normally congested with all the activity we experienced previously, it's very noticeable. The traffic has dwindled out in the field, but mm. it's really it's really nice to see people moving around town again. Yes, absolutely. I know that quality of service is one of Gyro Data's greatest assets, yes. and you're committed to improving the competitive advantage. What is your competitive advantage over, say, some of your competition? Well, our competitive advantage is the accuracy of our equipment as well as the reliability of it. You know, Gyrodat has been in business since 1980. We did the first commercial gyroscopic survey in 1983. We've been around a while. We kind of, for lack of a better term, we started this. And over the years, we've just continued to develop our tools in a more rugged fashion. We've taken a lot of the guesswork out of it by adding sensor packages and that sort to our equipment. Also, diversity. we Having been in the field before, we can run our equipment off most wireline trucks as well as our own. We have several ways we can actually benefit the customer, probably over and above some of our competitors. In fact, I know we can. Uh, We've got a very, very high success rate on our equipment. So I believe that all of the work that's been put in for all the years is just made us better year by year. Right. How large of a company is Gyrodata? 
It's a company of around a thousand employees. We're worldwide. Our main headquarters is in Houston for the Western Hemisphere and the Eastern Hemisphere. We have a headquarters in Aberdeen, Scotland, and we're worldwide. We're in, I want to say we're in about 40 countries, 40 or 50. I could be wrong. I didn't write that down. So <laughs> that's okay. We won't hold you to it. <laughs> <laughs> we're out there. Let's just put it wherever there's a field for oil or gas or even mining for that matter, we're there. That is fantastic. And with the long history, you are, like you said, one of the first ones in this this oil field technology. And, you know, just being being one of the first on the scene, I'm sure you've seen a lot through the years. And I think that that gives you that edge as well, because you have the experience. Yes. Um, wow, I had no idea. It's a thousand employees. That is outstanding. What do you think is that makes your company so strong in this arena that has made you grow to be one of the you know largest? It's the people. Mm-hmm. It's the people and the fostering the development of people. When I got hired, you know, I was blown away by the fact that virtually everybody I talked to were willing to help. Hey, if you have a question, reach out to me. If you need something, you know, let me know. And really that goes a long way. When people feel comfortable in their position, they perform better. And I felt like that was immediately something that I could do. Really, the people make any company. So the people that I work with are hands down some of the best people I've ever met. That's awesome. What an incredible testament to your company for you saying that, because I think that is the best, you know, just word of mouth is when your own team members just love working there and know what you're doing a good job. There's nothing better than hearing that. So hats off to your entire company. It's a very passionate group of people. And I enjoy working with them. You know, the old saying, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of lot of brain trust here. I love that. that. Poke it in every chance I get. (laughs) That's awesome. What one piece of advice would you give to someone that is maybe thinking of going into the oil and gas industry, or maybe had just gotten into it before COVID? Oh, I'd say just you've really got to just keep at it. Perseverance is the only way you're going to get through it. You know, learn all you can, take all the classes and even free classes. You know, there's education out there for everyone. I would advise anybody that does it to just be diverse. Learn everything you can about odds and ends. Make yourself indispensable. That's one thing I've I've learned is to make yourself indispensable and be willing to learn things and step out of your comfort zone and learn. Right. Good advice. What about a favorite book or a podcast? Do you have any that you're listening to right now or reading that, you know, just kind of helped you get through this time? You know, I really read a lot of inspirational stuff, just quotes and things like that. I haven't really gotten into the whole podcast scene, to be honest with you. So this is this is all new to me. I like one of my favorite books was Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s book on racing to the finish. I thought that was it was a very, very eye opening look into this figure. That was wonderful. I'll have to look into that one. Well, you said you yeah. love quotes. You love quotes. I'm a quote person myself. I mean, I just <laughs> I read them daily. Do you have a favorite one? I think I said it. If you're the smartest one in the room, uh, you know, <laughs> That's it. you're in the wrong room. That's uh, right. That just goes back to learning. Right. So if you're the smartest person in the room, you can't really gleam anything from. Well, I say you probably can learn something from other people in the room. But the room of people that I work with on a daily basis I constantly learn. So 
Right. I think competition has to go out the window there, you know? Right. So true. What is the most important lesson that you've learned in the oil and gas industry? Oh, yeah. Be on time. (laughs) Be on time. Be on time. That is it. And if you're going to be there, be there early. They'd rather, they would rather look at you than look for you. Oh, that's good. You know, I, I live I, by that. We're going on a year of doing the Permian Perspective podcast. And I have to say, that's one of my favorite answers for that question. That's because good. That, that is so true. It is so much better to be early than late. And, yes. uh, and I love what you said. It's better, you know, them to look at you than to look for you. I love that. that and listen, if you're in the oil field, you know exactly what I just said. Yes, that's great. Uh, yep. what, are you look, what are you looking forward to the most right now, William? You know, I'm really looking forward to the rebound mm-hmm. or at least the partial rebound of our, you know, of the of oil and gas industry as well as our economy. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that this time has been, you know, largely introspective. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's actually made some of the people like myself, I mean, better at communication because we've had to change the way we do it. So I think coming out of this, I think you're going to see some you're going to see stronger people. Obviously, getting back out, it's all going to happen slow. But I believe that you know, as a company, just Jardet in, in general, I think we're going to be stronger coming out the other side of this. I think we're going to be more more of a team if that's possible. And I just really look forward to everybody in the industry just being, I guess, how do you say, communicative in the new normal. Right. Absolutely. So I know it's going to change some things. Obviously, we know there will be change. Change is inevitable. Right, so right. I really believe it's how we deal with it and move forward from there. Attitude is everything. That's right. It sure is. Well, tell me, is there anything that maybe we haven't talked about gyro data that you really want to get out to our listeners that you think is important for them to know about your company? Okay. So if we have any production people or completions people, one thing I'd like to talk about is our uh, micro guide logs. That's Probably the most in-depth look. In fact, I know it's the most in-depth look you can get at your well. It's down to one-foot intervals, and it gives you the very best data-driven information about your well. It is by far and above the best thing to have when you want to put rod guides in in the right spot or you want to set an ESP in an area and get the very most usage out of it. You should use our micro-guide log technology. Fantastic. And those guys that are listening and understand what those those acronyms were, they're going, yes, all right, I'm going to give yeah. you a call. So how, yeah. can they get, how can they get a hold of you, William? They can reach me at W, my last name, Skelton, at gyrodata.com. Fantastic. Of course, you are on social media, um, yeah. LinkedIn. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Gyrodata.com is a great resource. I was just looking at it actually before our interview. It tells a lot about what your company does and very informative. So those are other ways to connect. Before we leave, I've been asking everyone I've interviewed lately, just tell me something good that is happening that you're seeing. And so I'd like for you to share with us something, you know, tell us something good that's happening that you see. Kindness. 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 I mean, we can all get wrapped up in our daily lives. It's that's easy. You know, you, myself, person next door, we get wrapped up in what's going on. But what I'm seeing is a deeper level of kindness. And I really would like to see that continue. 
You know, yes. if, any, if anything, this this COVID-19 has taught us all that, you know, what really matters are the people, obviously. And just be kind. You know, right. a smile, a simple smile could, could make somebody's day. We don't know what stresses other people are going through. So just be kind. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And West Texans are pretty kind already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I say, yeah, I'd I say that's say, probably a good bet. I would say out of all the places I've lived, you know, West Texans are just so kind and generous, you know, before COVID. But you are right. The kindness that has just been coming out and people helping people and coming together. Yeah. It just continues in true West Texas fashion. So thank you so much for saying that. That's it. That's the conclusion of our interview, William. Unless there's anything else you'd like to add, I just want to say thank you so much. And I want to let everyone know that, of course, they can reach out to you for more information on all the social medias and as we mentioned, your email address. But thank you. I really appreciate your time today and, and learning more about your company. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thank you so much, William. And before we leave, we do want to announce today's community MVP. And the MVP is protectthebasin.com. You can help stop high-level nuclear waste from coming to the Permian Basin. The Permian Basin Coalition of Land and Royalty Owners and Operators is fighting to prevent massive quantities of high-level radioactive nuclear waste from coming to the basin by rail to be stored at the surface, largely unprotected for a long time and perhaps forever. So There is a petition going around. You can go online to protectthebasin.com for more information. And that concludes this week's Permian Perspective, the story behind the oil and gas leaders in the Permian Basin. A very special thank you to Baker Hughes for sponsoring Permian Perspective. As many of you know, Baker Hughes recently launched a new and reimagined Baker Hughes brand. And as an energy technology company, they strive to make energy safer, cleaner, and more efficient for people and the planet. Remember my motto is dream big, believe in yourself, and never give up. You make it a great day. Hey, everybody. Alex here with the events on deck. So due to current circumstances, of course, we are not able to have any in-person events. So I have nothing of that nature to update you guys on. But we have been hosting some virtual events. So OGGN is wanting to offer free webinars, live happy hours, etc. during this time. Since these events are not scheduled out as far in advance as in-person events, we would like to keep you guys updated via Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. So be sure to keep checking up on that and we'll keep you guys posted on anything we're offering. It has been free. We want to offer you guys value during this time that we're all at home. So please continue checking in and joining us for these virtual events. We are looking forward to seeing you guys whenever we're able to have in-person events and hope you're staying safe and sound. Tune in next week for another episode of Permian Perspective, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. Learn more at www.oggn.com.